Hey guys, this is Alex. This is Amanda. This is Night of the Batman. We're here today to review issue three of the Batman New 52. I'm just going to call it issue three of the Court of Owls storyline. Yeah. Um, I usually handle the summaries, so do you want to start? Okay, so I'm going to make a blanket. This is probably the, my le the one I found the least interest in so far. Yeah, I could see that. Um... I, so, all the others had started with um, the little um, history thing, which is kind of what gets me into it. Interesting. It, it ties the beginning and end together, mm -hmm. and it makes it like very like nice and succinct. And um, this doesn't start off like that. This goes straight into, um, I guess, like a flashback of Alan Wayne. Uh, running through Gotham in his night in his uh, night clothes, and he's found by the police, and they're like, "Oh no, let's get him a towel. You're gonna be okay, Mr. Wayne. Like we're gonna make sure you're okay." And then all of a sudden, he's just vanished, and he fell down a manhole. There was there was something interesting about that, and I'm sure you noticed this too because it was like really apparent. But um, how they treated the how the cops treated him before when they thought he was just some random homeless person and then how they treated him once they realized that he was like some famous person basically yeah it's like interesting like it, it's not like they don't really highlight it it doesn't really factor into the story that much but i thought it was just a little interesting detail because it's it's realistic yeah. Problematic, but realistic. And he looks like such a sad old man and, like, frail. I don't know. He just makes me sad. It makes you wonder what what they did to him or, like, how much he's gone through with the Court of Owls, if that's how he looks. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Then it transitions to uh, Batman fighting um, the uh, Gotham branch of the Ukrainian mob. Yeah, the Whisper Gang, because he's trying to get information. Yeah, and he's talking about how tough they are, because for their first year being in the States, they have, like, metal masks, like, permanently attached to their face. That would be uncomfortable. What if you have to blow your nose? It's it's something that works in a comic that it's like, just don't, it's, it's cool, just don't think too hard about it. Uh, anyway, so... Um, yeah, apparently they're so tough, unless there's a magnet, and he... That was really cool. He magnetizes a train, and they all get, like, stuck to it. They're like, oof, like, their faces. That had to suck. They probably died. Yeah, like, that was the thing I was thinking. I'm like, how... Did he come by later and make sure they were okay, or they just keep going? Because we don't, we don't ever get a follow-up to that scene, like... yeah. Like, that would be, like, horrifying. And next thing you do, you see Bruce talking to, um, Alfred. And Alfred, um, is, like, talking about bats and how bats need some sunlight. And Bruce is like, I don't care about bats right now. I want to know about owls. And Alfred's like, <laughs> well. And he talks about, uh, the Court of Owls. <sighs> oh. And, um, yeah. yeah, so he talks about the Court of Owls and tries to get Bruce to drink some tea and Bruce is like, oh, I'm going to go out. Like you said, 
it's like medicinal stuff in it too like uh i've I've read some of it and like they were theorizing that like they were he was trying to force him basically to go to sleep because he hadn't been sleeping so he put some medicinal stuff in there to kind of knock him out yeah but bruce doesn't sleep so you know and then bruce goes to visit lincoln in the hospital. He looks like shit. And Lincoln's like, man, I only got one stab. You got, like, two stab wounds and, like, thrown out a window. And you're, like, up and out and about doing fine. He's like, and I'm in the hospital? Um, they talk a little bit about his campaign, about the owls. Um, Lincoln tells him a little bit about the orphanage he grew up in and about how um, there was a creek on one of the floors and how the nuns kept having people out to try to, like, fix it. And then one day, a nun noticed a, like, strange depression around, like, the corners. And turns out, it was sitting on a sinkhole, and they were at a wall. Eventually, like, the house would have collapsed with a minute. And how you don't want to get too caught up on small details when there are bigger things afoot. Which, um, kind of makes me think that, like, Lincoln... I mean, obviously, Lincoln knows more about what's going on than he's letting on. But, like, you know, just kind of like he's trying to lead Bruce to them. Do you think you would be thinking that if I didn't tell you the uh, the twist, or... I don't know. I mean, it, would be, it would be weird. It would be weird that he would be implying that, you know? Yeah, I always got kind of weird vibes even before I knew the twist, like, from him, where I'm just like, this guy is, like, a new character, so, like, he probably, like, kind of like what you're saying, where I'm like, like, history of these kind of mystery things is just, like, if there's a random new character introduced, it's most likely them. Yeah. And so Bruce was like, alright, I'm gonna leave my guys to keep an eye on you. And he's like, but if they're watching me, who's watching you? So Bruce, that's when we get our little history lesson. Bruce is flying around at all the buildings, and he goes to Wayne Tower, and he finds the 13th floor, and he finds that it's like a little owl hideout. And he's like, Owls take over their nests. Like, they don't build their own nests. They invade other nests and they take over. Did you know that before before this? I think so. I, I don't think I did. I actually learned some interesting things about, like... Like, I knew that before reading this. I just don't know when I learned it. Yeah, it's like an interesting fact. Also, apparently owls are kind of dumb. So, are, are they dumb? Um, it, it depends. Like, some... Like, they're really smart when it comes to, like, echolocation, but they're not, like, smart. They're not, like, the smartest birds. The smartest birds are, like, the corvids. So, like, um, crows and ravens, they are smarter than some dogs. And, um, they can have, so, like, they can replicate speech and... Really? Yeah. Like, ravens can talk the same way parents, parrots can talk, but they're so much cooler. And crows can, um, a little bit. But yeah, like, crows can be as smart as a seven-year-old child. So do you think maybe, and this is totally unrelated, and we'll get back on topic in a minute, do you think that's maybe what some of the inspiration was for um, a Allan Poe with the raven? Probably, because like I said, crows can, or not crows, um, ravens can um, mimic speech. I think all corvids can. All corvids are, like, smart. So, like, magpies, crows, blue jays. I'm pretty sure blue jays. Maybe not blue jays. It's, I... I think blue jays are corvids too. Most what was corvid? What does that it's mean? The the type of birds that they are. Oh, okay. So you've got um you have your raptors, you have um you have your um your like anyway the only real order of birds that I care about are corvids because my favorite birds are crows. Um, 
Anyway, um, and owls are like obviously like a, a type of bird as well. You have like different species of owls. You have different species of corvids. What's um, your favorite kind of owl? It's random, but I was just thinking about it. Um, barn owls are cute. Burrowing owls. Burrowing. I like owls. the ones that have like the round heads with like the big eyes. Yeah. Where are those? Are those burrowing? Um, are they little, little? Burrowing owls are really tiny. It's the, like, the one, like, that gave Harry his, uh, his thing in the Harry Potter movie. Well, most owls look like that. But are you know you... what I mean? Like, that type. I like that type. Do, do you like, like, Hedwig? Like, snowy owls? Just whatever one that is that looks cute looking. I don't know. Hedwig is a very cute. Snowy owls are very cute. Okay, then that. Barn owls are also very cute. And then burrowing owls. They look so owls, studious. Burrowing <laughs> owls are so pretty. Um, I just, I like owls, but I prefer corvids. Also, crows and owls, like, hate each other, and they will, like, run fates on sight. So owls are often, like, killed by crows because crows are, um, travel in murders. So, like, a group of crows is called a murder. And, um, I'm so sorry that this is so off topic. So, what um, you're saying is that the crow should have bought, uh, should have fought the court of owls. Yeah. Okay, that would well, be a fun crossover. Well, well, well listen, because, like, crows, so, when owls see, when an owl sees a crow, it automatically kills it. When a, when a crow see owls, they automatically attack them. They are, like, it is, like, a natural instinct to hate each other. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry guys, okay, yeah, that yeah. was just something, so like, I wanted finds, to go in that direction. Um, he finds, like, uh, in Wayne Tower, the 13th floor, Court of Owls, uh, he finds pictures from June 1891, and then he starts flying around asking about his grandfather's, uh, fund that was to help with architecture. Yeah. And it keeps going to different buildings, and I think it's really cool, because the outside of the building is shown in the owl's eye. And then, like, yeah. you see what he finds inside, and it's, like, a Talon uniform and, um, a picture of the Court of Owls, and then a Talon uniform and a picture of the Court of Owls, and a Talon uniform and a picture of the Court of Owls, and a Talon uniform. There's no picture in this one. But there's an owl! Yeah, like the ceiling owl. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. It's. A, I know it's like a serious. Sorry, I'm looking at the top panel. Oh no, I meant like the actual owl. Oh yeah, no, no. I was talking about this. There's a panel where I'm pretty sure he's looking at a dead owl that's like stuffed, possibly at the yeah. top of one. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen yeah. that. But that's yeah, the same owl. Because I think is that's it alive? The, I don't know, but I think it's hard that's, to tell. It's a comic. The, yeah, that's the same building, and so there is a picture of the court of owls. It's just you can't see it in this one, but it's like on the back side of that wall, opposite of that talent suit see mm -hmm. but yeah like it's just kind of like a little bit comedic him staring into the into the owl's eyes like that it's kind of cute because <laughs> this little cute owl yeah but it's interesting because like 2006 because like owls like it's pointed out like owls uh kill bats but also um the other thing that i thought was interesting and it totally fits with his character I know you won't remember this because we've only read it, or you've only read it once, but the first issue of Batman ever, he says that that um, criminals are like a superstitious, cowardly lot, and so like, of course he wouldn't himself believe in like superstitions like the Court of Owls, so it totally fits with his character yeah. since like day one, and that's like one of the things I thought about 
recently. I'm like, yeah, no, it checks out that, like, he would say something all the way back there, like, like, dec like more than decades ago, like, almost, it's almost like a hundred years, more than a hundred years ago at this point, right? Like, since when? Like, since its first appearance, like, 30, 39? No, it wouldn't be a hundred years, it's 90, almost 90 years. Oh, yeah, so, like, 90 years ago. Like 80, and, I think it's, like, actually 85. Yeah, like 85, and, like, they, um... They, like, loop it back around to that, and so, um, I thought that was kind of cool, like, like, just taking something from his character as to why he wouldn't believe this, also, like, we previously established his ego and everything. Um, so, the end of the thing, they blow up the building Batman's in, like, they blow up that 13th floor. Yeah. Um, and you just see the Talon with his owl just looking at him. I kind of wish in the show, the Gotham Knights that they had, like, I know it would have been out of their budget, but just have a owl, like, on one of their shoulders or something. Yeah. Would have been um, kind of cool. So, I, I think, it just, it felt very disjointed to me. It wasn't a, it didn't feel like a continuous story. Like, the, the parts didn't flow together in a way that made sense, like the other issues had. Um, it feels very transitional, and I feel like... It's like an in-between point. Yeah, and it felt, like, short like too short yeah i could like, see that i don't I, I think because of how disjointed it feel, felt it felt like each part was just like short 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 um i don't really have much to say um there was no dick grayson in this one so i'm sad <laughs> it's not um, for the record he's not gonna be in every issue of this i hate to disappoint you but <laughs> why did i agree to read this again I mean, in the future, I was showing you some stuff while we were off mic about, like, when Dick Grayson was Batman, and we could cover that as well at some point. Yeah. So, um... <sighs> Sorry, excuse my yawn. Oh, I it's am, okay. I'm just... I'm sleepy girlies. Um, <laughs> anyway, you were concluding <laughs> yeah. your thoughts? Um... I think... Bruce... Um... Is obviously like a little bit obsessive over this right now. Yeah. Um, and not in a healthy way. And I think that. Well, it's Bruce. Yeah, but like I feel like it's gonna end poorly for him, and yeah. he. Um, I don't know. Like I. You don't even know. Like like like, like, like girly pop needs to like maybe go to a therapist. Oh, the how you saw his great great-grandfather not to spoil anything i assume a lot of you guys have read this i'm not really gonna spoil it but i will say that's nothing compared to what happens to him yeah like he gets psychologically oh. broken and that's all i'm gonna say also since you know batman's all about black and dark and edgy things can we talk about the new dark edgy thing in your life well you've been in my life for a long time so i don't know what you're referring to my hair specifically oh yeah her hair is uh like she got her hair cut and dyed black and she's really excited about it she looks very cute yeah, yeah. i don't understand i cut like over a foot off of my hair but yeah but like we we both and and enjoyed this for the most part i do agree with you like i was reading it and i'm like eh, there's not much in this one because when usually because i don't usually whenever i am reading this i don't i don't read it just like issue by issue like i'll just read through it you know like the storyline yes yeah and so like with that like and also with ben binge culture in general like 
those little lulls and stuff, like, you kind of overlook them whenever you look back because you just binge through it. Like, you don't have those pauses like you would if you're reading something uh, month to month or week to week. Yeah. I, um... So, we all know that I'm, like, a binge culture girly because I... I get really obsessive with things and I can't not finish it. Like, I read... I read the entire Harry Potter series in less than a week, the first time I read them, because I was anxious. Like, I knew how they ended, but I needed to know how the books, like, nuanced the endings as opposed to, like, movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I read all the Twilight books, like, a day apiece. I I don't take a long time to read books unless I, I have to. Um, and so, I don't know. I don't like su- suspense. I don't like not knowing and I feel like this is a suspenseful story, so I wouldn't mind binging through the rest of it, but I know you don't want to do that, so. Yeah, I want to kind of naturally reach those places, just because I know where it's going, but I would like to get your reaction of it, too, just to see what you think. Although, like, I think we should go ahead and get the second volume. How many volumes are there? Um, I don't know. I, I'll let you use my DC stuff, though, so you can just no, read it virtually. physical media. Oh, my God. Uh, we I'll don't... order it. I'm ordering nails anyway, because I want to do my nails, so... I thought we didn't have the money for that. I said, you don't have the money. There's a difference. Oh, my God. You should have even less. Anyway, guys, we're not going to have this talk on the air right now. Anyway... Uh, sometimes when we, 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 we podcast so much, sometimes I forget this thing is on. But, uh, anyway... We, we would recommend this one, right? Obviously. I recommend this whole story. I haven't even finished it yet, but, like, it's gonna be good. What a world. What a time to be alive where where Amanda, like, gives a glowing recommendation to a Batman story. What a world we live in. You are so mean to your I'm life. not mean. You're, you're the one like, oh, it's Batman. I'll watch it because I love you, which, I mean, is very sweet. But I'm like, I feel like if you were out in the wild, you wouldn't, unless they had, like, Nightwing on the cover, you wouldn't be like, oh, this Batman thing. Let me grab it. <laughs> Maybe if it had Babs on it. Maybe. Know, you know I love Babs. I feel like, like, and I'm not saying all of this stuff, but I feel like, like you said previously, and I'm getting more into Spider-Man recently just because... I've been reading uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, which also, um, I know this is like a DC podcast, but if you haven't read Ultimate Spider-Man, definitely do it. I haven't finished it, but the part I am reading now, I have read before, and it's like one of the best, if not the best, uh, Spider-Man comic run ever, I, I think. the Amazing Spider-Man Spider-Run, but you know, whatever. You talking about the Spider-Verse? Like, well, the Amazing Spider-Man run. I heard Superior's really good, too. I've heard really good things about Superior Spider-Man, um, but I also do like the Spider, uh, the, the Spider-Verse, um, specific, like, storyline. Yeah. I've got all of the individual issues somewhere. It's on the, um, the comic shelf. It was on, like, my section of the comic shelf, but I think you've mushed them all together. Spider-Cast and coming in the future if Amanda ever decides to do it. Um, no, there's only one podcast I want to have. And I'm waiting for my child to come record with me. But she moved out. She's in college. I know. I gotta call her. Anyway, this is oh stuff we can talk she about off the air. She called me an email today. I sent her a picture of my hair. I was like, what you think? And she's like, emo! And I'm like... That's funny. Well. <laughs> anyway. 
Well, thank you for listening to us ramble. We do recommend the story. I'd like to think we were entertaining. I mean, obviously, but like. Oh, I wasn't gonna I, get. Oh, I wasn't gonna just assume. Well, like, I, I, I was I, gonna I, say I thought we did good. They go egotistical. Listen, like, well, obviously. obviously. I I think I'm hilarious. You can I be get funny that from sometimes. My mother. Your mom has like a laugh riot every time she says something. Like everything she says is like this hilarious thing. It's like it's her reactions that make me laugh most of the time. Kind of like. Anyway, I might cut yeah, this off so sooner. Anyway, like we were saying. Um, Thank you for listening. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um, we'll catch you that next time on Not at Batman. We'll come up with an outro at some point.